0: Log Talk Radio R- R- Ricky Smiley Morning Show, j j
1: j Sound, only on Hot 107R. I thought a
0: murder kind of was supposed to be <laughs> from here,
1: but above.
0: want to be. The Atlanta Mardi Gras Ball is returning once again Saturday, February the seventh, two thousand and fifteen, to celebrate and pay homage to the carnival's most popular tradition. From Mobile, Alabama, to Atlanta, Georgia, let the good times roll. Text ATL Mardi Gras to five four five four five four. Again, that's just text ATL Mardi Gras to five four five four five four. It's a BYOB affair. Tell them the Empress sent you. 2015 is a new year, so don't look old. Get a new look. A new you at Vermouth Salon. Kegalure at Venus Salon specializes in making a basic look bang. Located at 703 3rd Avenue, North Birmingham. Or call 205-234-2743 and ask for Kegelure. Tell her to sent you. Starting January the 7th, Love Lessons are going live on the Empire. We're going to learn about love, the types of love, and explore the reasons why we, are or are not in love. Everybody is love and is made in the image of it, but what exactly are we reflecting? What are we drawing to ourselves? Let's learn about love together. Call in on Wednesdays at 8 central with the Empress and guest co-hosts who too want to weigh in on what love means, how it's used to grow every Wednesday for the month of January at 646-478-5625 at 8 central, where the Empress speaks and the Empire listens. (laughs) Oh <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is the Empire, and I am the Empress. Tonight. is Sunday, January the eighteenth, and tonight we're going to go in on conspiracy theory, what is true. What is not? What are we being deceived about? Before we get started, of course, there's always something that happens with the imp and something that happens in uh, my life, in my experience, that puts me in a place where I'm just trying to understand, like, what's the deal? What's going on in your head? What's going on uh, with your world that you feel the need to do and say things that um, I kind of feel like are just, I don't know. Everybody has an opinion. This just happens to me fine, happens to be my place where I can kind of get it out, say what I have to say, unapologetically. And, you know, this morning I did, I I posted a, a, a snippet. I was getting ready for church this morning. And, you know, my phone is always on. My phone is always lit. I'm sure if people look at my little icon on any social media that has like a little thread, where you have the ability to, you know, conversate back and forth or whatever, like the Internet, uh, social media, that kind of thing, my my light is always on. Like I'm always, if I'm not playing a game or I'm not on Facebook, I'm not on Instagram, it is a medium of com- uh, conversation for me. Uh, it is not my life, but it is absolutely a pastime of mine. So I recently had um, been extended a, a, a position on another Blog Talker show, and uh, everything was going really, really well, and it was great. I thought we were making headway, and, you know, he reached out a couple times to me when I was busy with some things, and of course, you know, life is just that. You never know what's going to happen from one day to the next, and I take advantage of the times when I don't have anything else to do, and I just chill. I just chill out, and I had a good weekend, spent some time with one of my girlfriends, um, who is a stylist and we're gonna play her commercial a little bit later on. We went and got something to eat. I have the best lobster macaroni and cheese at the Villaggio, which is right here in Birmingham, Alabama, actually in the Hoover, Alabama area by Ross Bridge. Had a wonderful, wonderful meal with her and then spent some time laughing and joking and conversating with strangers, which is what I love to do. Like, I love to talk to people that I don't know. Um, one of the guys, uh, actually, the bartender was like, You just don't meet strangers. No, I don't think that you're supposed to just be walking by people and not interacting with them. I'm like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you having a conversation with someone, seeing how their day's going, I'm wondering what their world is about? because it might actually help you, you know? I mean, it's, it's snotty. But anyway, was doing that, got in kind of late, because I'm not a spring chicken no more. Like, I can't be hanging out all hours of the night and think I'm going to get up. But this morning, I did. I got up early, um, got some of my chores done, and went on to the church house. And But before I left, I got this text from someone whom met, I've never met and someone who has been guests on the show And this is not shade because I don't throw shade, okay? I just say what it is, okay? So if he's listening, you want to call in, you want to have something to say, by all means, you were extended the number to defend yourself or what have you. But, you know, my not answering him promptly enough made him feel the necessity to say that I needed to understand that my personal problems don't need to get in the way of business. Now, it would be different if he was going to pay me, okay? It would be different if I was on his payroll, and it would be different if I had extended myself to him. He extended himself to me. So let me tell you something. You know, I I, I, tried, I did it as professionally as I could this morning. I did a little bit of a snippet and, you know, played my little, you know, um, you know, said what I had to say in the most politically correct way possible, but the thing is this, like, I feel like the people that are in your life for purpose don't have to beg and don't have to move you to move inside of their purpose. Like, I'm not here to um, necessarily entertain. This is entertainment in a way, but, um, his answer to me was that, you know, he was not angry, and he said that I, you know, I seemed to have suggested that I didn't uh, respond because of some personal issues and matters of the heart and laziness, and he said personal issues should not interfere with business. Continue to, uh, to have success on your show. I will no longer be calling in. Okay. Now, this is the thing about America and blog talk radio and particularly the empire. No one's twisting your arm to do anything. I love people to be able to share, and when you share, it is not by gunpoint. It is not by chokehold. It is not by any other means other than your willingness to share with me. Now, if you want to listen in, you want to call in and listen, that's fine too. You know, you don't have to say anything, but by God, do not uh, act as if I'm in some way uh, of service to you When um, I didn't even ask you, you asked me. So I have courtesy, uh, I don't think I have a courtesy issue. I just have an issue with being very blunt and playing with people. I don't like to be rude and I don't like to be uh, mean. But I told my girlfriend, and one of which who was on the phone, and I mean it, I'm not going to be ugly. I'm not going to be ugly but 2015 is not going to catch me slipping. When I tell you something, I want you to take that to heart because I'm trying to be very, very particular about the things that I do say. You know, we're talking a little bit about deception tonight. I also uh, was um, not really wanting to post this video, but every time I decide on a topic, something of relevance, or maybe even association, because that's another thing. Some things are not the same. They're not synonymous. They're not alike. They're just kind of related. And I um, saw a picture, and, of course, I was added to this group. I don't know how I got – I don't even know yet how I got added to this group. And it's a really risque kind of group. Uh, It's very interesting. (laughs) I'm not sure as to why or how I got in the group. But, of course, I do talk very openly about uh, love and relationships, and I think that's why one of the uh, listeners actually added me into this group. And there was a picture of of a, of a what they call a trainee, and it's a transsexual person. And in my understanding and in what I have uh, researched and learned about it, a trainee is a person who is in a transitional period between what their born sex is and what their desired sexual identity is. Not what they decide they want to be and have sex with. What they are transforming from one thing to another and they're on the in-between. And of course this is a beautiful person, human being, trainee, whatever you want to say. And I simply said that I think that it's deceptive. I think that it is not fair. I think that it is not right. And I think it's actually very um, dangerous for these types of fellas, females, or whatever, uh, to function in a way that's deceptive purposely. Now, this is a picture, and I want you to go onto Facebook, look at the picture. It's under the the. And and, and I'm not sure that it has any particular settings where everybody can't see it, but it's on my page. It's under what's called the Shade Room. And this is a picture of a female named Sydney Starbad, And she is a he, supposedly, you know, this is just, you know, talk. Now, I don't know this girl or this boy. I don't know what is going on for real. But she's professed to be a trainee, and her picture is obviously female obviously female, okay, it says, I'll make straight man change his mind about being with a pretty trainee. That is training. And she's also on Twitter at sydneystarbar.com. And I was like, oh my God, are you serious? Like somebody's going to try to get with this female and it not be what they thought. And that's absolutely dangerous. Like that's deceptive. That is not cute. And of course, One of my potential uh, co-hosts for a show that we're going to do in February about what you can do to spice up your uh, Valentine's Day weekend arena, whatever you're going to do, had some things to say about me having an issue um, about posting that and that I had suggested that it was somehow nasty and I said no such thing her question was, are you saying that a person's decision to live their life as a consenting adult is not to be celebrated? I said nothing about how you decide to live your life, because actually the way that you live your life is yours, which is exactly what I said this morning. This is my life. I have been gifted this time on this earth, and I'm going to spend it well and absorb it for myself initially. Now, if anybody else, Starts to feed off of that and feel great after that. That's good. But I didn't say anything. Well, first of all, what's this consenting stuff? What? What is that about? Because when you say consent in the same context as training, you're talking about sex. And I could care less who this female, male, he, she, training, it, whatever you want to call. It. I don't care because it's not related to me or my sex life. I will respect that person as a person. I'm not going to say the cliche that I have gay friends because I don't think I have any gay friends. I don't know that I have any gay friends because I don't, you know, I'm not in people's bedrooms like that if I have, people who have come to me and talked to me about their bedroom, I have people who have come to me and told me that they're not really sure what their sexuality is. This is a part of what I think some of my purpose is because I think that I'm a person who is without judgment. Absolutely. I'm not going to judge you for what you have decided for your life. If anything, I'm going to ask you maybe the questions, the hard questions or posed position with regard to what you are saying to make sure you hear what you're saying because some people say oh ain't nothing wrong with no training ain't nothing wrong with no training but i'm going to tell you emphatically that if you are a straight person and don't have an issue with women or men pretending to be the opposite something's wrong with you okay that's not a judgment that is exactly just i mean if we can just get bare basics, that's just the definition if you're straight you like the opposite sex, period, point by period. That's the end of a boom, boom, boom. We don't have to even go any further. If you are bisexual, you have two different sex options, and, that, and that's your thing. I'm not going to dump you on that. But if you don't know what you're dealing with and you're under the impression that you're dealing with someone who is absolutely not what you think you have, that's deceptive that's a lie and that my friend is wrong and you don't have to agree with me okay <laughs> Yeah, yeah 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 going to play just a few commercials and then we're going to get into our topic how about that
1: are you tired
0: of nails that lift or lose their shape, or they weren't even shaped right to start with? You can tell a lot about a man by his shoes, and you can tell even more about a woman by her hands. At Finger Paint Studios, Ebony is able to find the inner beauty, your professional personality, or the downright diva that you are. Check her out at her new location, located at 1914 Engley Avenue at Tuxedo Junction next to KFC. Walk in for welcome, and she's open from 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, or you can call. Call 205-601-1995. Tell her the Empress sent you. 2015 is a new year, so don't look old. Get a new look. A new you at Vermouth Salon. Kegalure at Venus Salon specializes in making a basic look bang. Located at 703 3rd Avenue, North Birmingham. Or call 205-234-2743 and ask for Kegalure. Tell her the Empress sent you. The Atlanta Mardi Gras Ball is returning once again. Saturday, February the 7th, 2015, to celebrate and pay homage to the Cardinals' most popular tradition. From Mobile, Alabama to Atlanta, Georgia, let the good times roll. Text ATL Mardi Gras to 545454. Again, that's just text ATL Mardi Gras to 545454. It's a BYOB affair. Tell them the Empress sent you. Okay, I hope you guys are ready because I am. Are you ready? Woo! I already see a few people on the line that I am so excited that they are here. Ooh, child. hmm I appreciate you for calling in, and, of course, we're going to continue on Wednesday, our love lessons. We're going to have... Mr. Jermaine on Wednesday when we talk about Luda's love and and not Ludacris, no. You're not talking about he's a little bit short that got married. Uh, No, we're not talking about Ludacris love. We're talking about Luda love. We had a great show with Agape Love last weekend, the week before that, Eros with my friends there on social media, and um, I do have a couple more loves that I could throw in there if anybody wants to be the expert, but of course, you know, you have to do your homework because I'm going to do mine, and then I'm going to test you, but you know, I've learned so much about love that I think it's a great appetizer right before February, and in February, we are going to have a ball there too. I have already booked and, I'm, you know, I'm kind of scared about this one show. Now, I have one show on February the 4th that is going to be about the three P's, and my girl Tamika McDavid-Jackson is going to uh, be ho- co-hosting with me to teach us about the three P's, and I'm not going to tell you what they are because you don't know what they are. I promise you you don't know what they are because I had a couple of them that, you know, a couple of them a lot of people thought they knew, but they did not. And then on the 11th, we're going to spice it up. We have a guy who is going to teach us the proper way to spank. Now, first of all, I didn't know that there was an erotic spanking class, okay? I, I just thought that you just hit somebody, okay? And I don't like that, but he explains to me that there is more to spanking than just hitting someone. So we're going to learn a lot next month about what we can do for V-Day. And, and you know what? I don't even know if it's the 14th or the 15th because I haven't celebrated it in so long, but it's one of those two days, Valentine's Day, but I will not be on Side Chick Day, which is the day before or the day after. So I'm going to get my dates together. But tonight we're going to talk about conspiracy, and I already have the lines open. We're going to go ahead try something tonight. I think that it's better when I just pose a question and I let people talk freely. One of my friends is already on the line, and he told me, you know, Sharon, you talk too much. You need to stop talking so much. You need to just get on the air and let people talk. And, you know, we had our discussion about it, and I was like, you know, you don't tell me what to do this in my show. But I think there is some truth to listening. And I have, uh, in the last several shows, jotted down some things that I felt like were worthy of even creating other shows out of. So we're going to go ahead and do that tonight. So I want to know if you're there. If you want to talk, I'm going to call you by the last four digits of your phone number. Make sure you're in an area where you can't speak. And if you don't want to identify yourself, you can just say hello and that you're listening. But I'm hoping that everybody on the line will participate with us on tonight. Our first call is last four digits are 9179. Are you there and can you hear me? Uh, yes, I can hear. You. you can hear me. I can barely yeah. hear you. So, so make sure that you're really close to the to the to the phone so that I can hear you pretty good. Can you just make sure you're there again? And if you want to give me your name, do that at this time. Uh, no, I was just listening. Okay, great. But stay with us. And um, in the case that you have something, just know that your phone is open and you're welcome to chime in at any time. 6221, are you there? Can you hear me? 6221? And I know she just forgot to take her phone off of mute. 6221, are you there? Okay. I'm going to leave your line open because I know who that is. Let's go to our next call. Let's see, are you there? Uh, uh, I'm just going to say your name. Alfred, are you there? Alfred? Oh, man. 554. Okay, great, 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 great. You know what? I almost asked you to co host with me because I know that you have some very strong views with regard to certain types of conspiracy, um, whether that be military, governmental, and that sort of thing. But I was really shocked to uh, know that some some of the definitions that, or some of the ways that we label things as conspiracy, just purely by the definition, it doesn't match. Do you know what the definition of conspiracy is? And do not Google it. Because I know you quick with your little hands, and you got your cell phone, your iPad, your tablet, and everything else. What what is a conspiracy? If you could define it for us.
1: Um, just what I mean, don't don't quote me on this, but I mean, I'm not gonna Google it, and I'm just gonna tell you what I think it is. Oh yeah, that's that's what I want. Okay. Um, a conspiracy to me would be, you know, somebody it's a plot. Uh-huh. You know. Uh, uh, you know, a group of people plotting. You know, it's a conspiracy. It depends, because uh, uh-huh. you know some that. Dep- and, and the reason I say it depends, you know, you can have a group of people plotting to to run a business, take over business, things of that of that nature. But it, it can also be a strategy. So it it oh. it can go you know both ways. I mean. If a group of people collaborating, you know, to to accomplish goals, you know, if, okay. if it's going against grand scheme of life or somebody else's plan, they would say that that person or that group conspired to do certain things. But I mean, it's no more than a business strategy. But you oh, know, wow. if, it's, if it's if it's against the government, it's a conspiracy. So you know, that's that's my take on you know a conspiracy.
0: Okay, so since you mentioned government, do you since you say that if it's against the government, is the government capable of conspiracy then? Yes, all the
1: time. I mean, think about okay. it. When you grew up, when you grew up, you know Russia Russia was a superpower. The United States was uh-huh. a superpower, and the powers that be, you know, they conspired to take that country's economy down. You know to crush that 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 country, and they also you know um, funded um, terrorists to attack their country, which was Bin Lai. So yes, yes, uh-huh. the government does conspiracy as well. Okay,
0: S- six two two one. Are you there? Can you hear me? Six two <laughs> two one. I. See- I see you, and I hear me in the background of your phone, but maybe you're still on mute. Uh, 9179, would you like to stab at the definition to conspiracy? 9179. I guess that's a no. Okay, so let's just go there. Let's just go ahead and go there. I actually thought pretty similar to what you thought um, the definition of conspiracy was, but it is actually literally defined as this. Conspiracy is an arrangement between two or more persons to engage jointly in an unlawful or criminal act or an act that is innocent in itself but becomes unlawful when made in combination with the other actors. Conspiracy is governed by a statute in federal courts. Now, it says codification, which is, on a state and federal statute. The crime of conspiracy is simply where two people or more engage in an unlawful act with the intent to carry it out, okay? So federal statutes say plan on it. It doesn't even have to happen. If they have enough proof to show that your, like you were saying, your strategic planning would amount to an unlawful act. Even if it helped people, Lee, it is considered conspiracy. And the other thing is is that a single person cannot be charged with conspiracy. It has to be more than one person in order for you to have a conspiracy charge, which was really interesting to me because you have to therefore by the definition you have to define who the other parties are in order to say that there is a conspiracy. Now, when we, the reason why I, I wanted to talk about this, uh, I was talking with my mentor, who is a radio host here at Birmingham, Alabama, 1077 FM, Slacking. King. He felt like 9-11, and I don't even know why we got on 9-11. What, what had happened was, as we were talking about, Bill Cosby, and I want to talk about Bill Cosby first because I just don't understand how some people have gotten so, such a, I think, a pretty simple case of accusation to blow up to the form of conspiracy. Like, it either happened or it didn't. And what we have now are accusers of wrongdoing that has yet to be brought before any court system. So we really don't even have an accusation of crime. We just have accusations. Actually, we have defamation of character. We have a lot of other types of unlawful happenings that have yet to be answered. And my question to you, Alfred, let's just start with you, since you're the guy on the phone. If, you know, first of all, do you believe anything about this Bill Cosby fiasco? um I believe
1: that Mr. Cosby um he did. It. I mean, that's just my personal belief. I mean, if you got to drug anybody, you know, to you know to have sex with them, I mean, that's rape. I mean, I, I was a a sexual assault response coordinator and anytime you have alcohol or any drugs, you know uh-huh. to uh, coerce you know a person's decision, you know, um yeah, he won't you know, based off okay. of what they stated. However, so you think um, he
0: did? You think he did? You think you're saying you overtime, think he did? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I don't doubt it. Okay. Okay. I
1: mean, I don't doubt it. I don't put it past in here, man. You okay. know, and I, I don't doubt it. However, um, mm-hmm. for it to come out the way it's coming out, yeah, it, it could be. Um, Gauged as you know a way to sabotage his goals and things that he's trying to pursue. Um, he's, from my understanding, you know he was trying to start mm-hmm. his own network, uh-huh. and I support Bill Cosby starting his own network, but the mm-hmm. government and other you know other entities that may be may not want okay. Mr. Cosby to start this network. Because, you know, unlike okay. B.E.C., you know, B.E.C. is a black entertainment network for TV, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. ran by white people, and they put derogatory stuff on that network. And, you know, as blacks, we don't have a a black um, media outlet
0: that's right.
1: going to promote, you know, growth uh, within our black communities. I mean, Oprah even got hers, but she's not doing that. you know, to promote mm-hmm. uh, black growth. Okay. You know, so I really feel that if Mr. Cosby got this network, you know, it's gonna change the that that the dynamics of African American culture that we have today. But you know, they're trying to you know sabotage him, so he can't reach mm-hmm. that goal. That was just my personal thoughts.
0: Okay, <laughs> now when I asked that same question of Fly, he had me to look up because he never asked, answers me. With a straight answer, he puts me on an assignment like I work for the radio station, and I don't yet. But he said, I want you to look up the Bilderberg Group. And I had never heard of it before in my life. Um, The Bilderberg Group is a group of persons that are approximately between 120 and 150 political leaders who are experts from industry, finance, academia, and media. They are about two-thirds of the participants uh, well t- about two thirds of the participants in this body of people come from Europe, the rest from North America, and one third are from a political or a governmental background okay and then everybody else may be in entertainment and things of that nature but this is this is not a brand new group okay this is not a brand new group. this group originated in nineteen fifty four and several people were related to this group, including Polish persons, Europeans, anti-Americanism was one of the concerns that they had, and there was a conflict between the cultures, their religions, their political beliefs, their defense, uh, rationales, and issues. So people were just like they are today. They're very different. They have different views and they have different perspectives. But because this group had, financial, and political influence, they are seen as the one percenters of the world. They are the people who determine what actually happens in the world, and they're also related to the idea of organized, organized structures of persons like uh, the Illuminati. Now, a lot of people just I, – I don't know um, – how some people can believe so strongly against the idea of one, but full-fledged, totally in it, like with flyers and and flags for another purpose. Um, This, too, happened to me today. I was talking, well, actually, all it was, someone forwarded to me a video of a police officer who was screaming against this guy who was handcuffed and that sort of thing. I think I fed that over to my page, too. And the guy obviously said, Jesus, help me. He said that sentence. And the police officer went on this rage about Jesus is not here for black people. He is here for white people and went on and on and on. And that one excerpt was enough for a sister who is not a Christian believer to say, that that is the reason why that example is the reason why she today does not believe that Christ ever was that Jesus ever is that people who believe the Bible are totally against it. But at the same time, she believes in um, teachings with regard to her movement, which uh, teaches the opposite of that, which reinforces a different set of scriptures. So I'm just dumbfounded at how some people can say, oh, there's no way that the government can lie to us and and, um, create uh, like a 9-11 because that's where we're going. 9-11 was supposedly a conspiracy of the government and that they had identified enough players that it had to be kind of like destroyed and that there was an uh, active move of government to unravel this conspiracy before it came too far to light. It's like two people who can actually rule the world, put other people in place to distract us from a bigger truth, which is actually the definition of conspiracy. And I was shocked that you actually can go online and you can actually see that there are some discrepancies between what is reported to have happened and what Is actually happened. Like there are accounts, and and I don't know that there is an absolute truth in any form of opinion because everybody's got one. Um, um, I I think I heard Tanisha's phone open up. Tanisha, are you there? And and you still not? Okay. Um, If you're there, You start talking whenever you get to the field, but it's great that Alfred is here because I think military and, you know, strategic type of thinking with regard to the government, I think that behind the scenes a lot of things are done with the public opinions trust that it is for a greater good. Now, what is your take if you were able to just concisely say not the not nine eleven was a conspiracy. What what happened? What happened on nine eleven in your opinion with regard to
1: You are ask, you asking me this question?
0: I am. Oh. Um, Bush
1: needed Bush needed to boost the economy. Republicans believe war, you know, war does um stimulate, you know, economic growth, um, uh, for for some countries and it did that for the United States and it de- de- it de- deflected the real issues that was going on. I mean, you can, if you sit back and look at it, I mean, yeah, it was, a cons- it was all day long conspiracy. They knew it was going to happen okay. and they allowed it to happen because they needed it to happen for him to go to war. And if okay. you look at it,
0: I need if, you to break you that down it. because you talk you talking like we all understand. I want you to break this down. All right. You said well, you said Ben Laden. Uh, you
1: said, hold on, hold on. Ben Laden. You know I spoke on this earlier. We paid Ben Laden to take Russia down, but we didn't pay him all this money. It goes beyond 9/11. It goes back to the bombing on the Trade Center. You know, because the Trade Center represented America's economic power. So they wanted to take the building down. That was the third attempt. That wasn't the first attempt. That was the third attempt. And, you know, the media, Well, you if you're going to take this building down, you can't do it from the bottom. You got to hit it from the top. Man, they're telling them how to do it. The media <laughs> told them bin Laden how to hit it. Okay, we're going to hit it from the top. But by them hitting it, if you notice, Bush's administration deflected, all of their attention to Iraq. Bin Laden is not from Iraq. He over there, uh-huh. you know, his, his parents are from Saudi Arabia. Uh-huh. You know that his bloodline—they got money, and uh-huh. you know, but they want to go after Iraq. Saddam had nothing to do with it. I mean, it's like it's like me coming and slap you. I just uh-huh. come slap you, but you don't want to you don't want to retaliate on me. You gonna fight this other person? And yes, it was. It was a big lie to the to, to the American people. It was a conspiracy, and and you know pre- President Barack Obama did not bring you know Bush and Cheney under no criminal charges, which they could have. I mean, uh-huh. even by them letting the Kuwait, the the Iraqis kill Saddam Hussein, um, uh-huh. within the government within the military, we had rules. I mean, everybody we had rules of war. Everybody had to follow the under the Geneva Convention. Now, Milosevic um, did, you know, mass. You know, he killed a lot of people in um, in Bosnia and Croatia. He got to go to a war, tri- war, war tribunal um, trial. Idi mean? he got to go to a war tribunal trial where they get exiled from their country. That didn't happen with Saddam Hussein because Saddam Hussein had too much information on the United States, so they had to kill it. The same with Bin Laden and Saddam Hussein and Bin Laden was trained in Fort Benning, Georgia, at the School of Americas by the by the U.S. Army. But okay. civilians don't know that. So I mean, it was a plot. I mean, why why so, why did we go into why did we go into Iraq? They did not have weapons of mass destruction. The people went over there and saw that they did not have it because if they had it, Israel would have been here. So Israel.
0: why didn't we go again? Why why why, why, okay, if I, if the people that we were supposed to go against, we went the other way, we just decided to kill up some people over in another area instead of where our supposed threat was from?
1: Right. No, Bush, he already had an agenda when he got in office. He wanted to go finish the job his dad started. His dad didn't get to, get to finish the job because we voted him out of office. His daddy only did one term. Right, So that was an so, agenda coming in the door Because if you look at his old staff That he had President Cheney when I came to the Army He was a secretary of defense Under his dad uh-huh. But when he ran for office That's his vice president They said they had an agenda and a conspiracy Before he even got in office They needed a reason So they knew um, that The towel was going to get hit But they needed it to be hit So that they could put their plan in action
0: well, why why hit why that building? Why couldn't they just like you know? I I, I just I I I'm not trying to play devil's yep.
1: symbolism. The symbol okay. that that building <coughs> stood it for. Huh. It, it,
0: it's
1: just symbolism.
0: Okay, and see, this is not the first time that. We've had such types of conspiracy Uh, after reading and um, researching on that particular conspiracy, Princess Diana's murder. And I can vividly remember this. This was in August of 1997. Princess Diana was in a fatal car accident um, and was killed alongside Dodi Al-Fayed. And a lot of people um, remembered Al-Fayed, because I think they supposedly had started today. She had separated from the prince and had started her own life, and suddenly Al-Fayed and she were killed in a fatal accident. And the conspiracy theories are not as big here as they were there Um, in Paris. um, The conspiracy theory is this, is that the billionaire, Mohammed Al-Fayed, the father of Dodi, the guy she was in the car with, actually set this in motion. This, Well, he didn't set it in motion. The British government intelligence agency set it in motion at the request of the royal family, the royal family being the family of Princess Diana. And see, like, to me, when people start saying things like that, we're basically saying that this girl's family didn't want her with this man so bad that they decided to kill him. And that's hard, I think, for anybody to swallow. And actually there were inquiries about that all up until the date of 2006 where they found it to be baseless. His uh, family claimed that it had been examined. Uh, They were all determined to have no wrongdoing. Um, And it was let go that she had basically just been killed by negligence and a drunken driver. and, And that was the end of it. Uh the same type of uh, of 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 opinion with regard to nine eleven is out there too that there were just uh unforeseen inexplicable number of incidences that helped that this happened that there was a training session at the very same time of this particular incident that went wrong. That kind of trickle down the availability of these happenings to occur, and that this was not a conspiracy. But you know, and and and, and with every every explanation that it didn't happen, there is one that that kind of recants it. And one guy said, "There is no way that our government is as efficient and as knowledgeable and as capable as it is that uh, they could have allowed such a botched job to happen without detecting." Some level of response prior to, unless they wanted this absolutely, absolutely to happen. And actually, this is from a guy who actually served in the military. He felt like that this was not an accident. Like this was not an accident that our government is too savvy to let something like this happen. Uh, Alfred, do you? I, I guess you agree from the way that you say you kind of agree with that. I do. Um, I do, and I mean with this.
1: With the Princess Princess Diane thing, um, mm-hmm. you have to look at you know the countries that we're speaking of. England think they run the world, and the United States, you know, right there with them, and everybody want to protect Israel. Now you got to look. You, you got to look at she left traditional white America or uh, the European culture to venture off into the Muslim world. And you, just like, you know, they got, you know, white, you know, white America, they have royalty. You know, everybody want to say the queen is the queen and this, this and that, you know, but she the queen of England. She ain't got no control over Saudi Arabia. None. Uh, they got just as much money as she got, and and they don't believe in Christianity. So, uh-huh. I mean, it goes back, it goes back, you know, The white people deeply rooted in their ways, and so are those, you know, the monarchs in Saudi Arabia. Uh And, you know, for her to go that way, they didn't want that because Diana represented a symbol of peace for them. Uh So they didn't want her to go astray. So they sacrificed her. her. I I believe she was killed. I bet bet you Chelsea Clinton ain't going to goddamn get hit in no cost. I bet you that. All them drunk ass Bush girls ain't going to get hit no
0: car. Mm. Mm. Well, let's see. We're going to switch gears to, well, it's not really switching gears because it seems like, and this was something that I. I, I saw throughout all of these theories I went and tried to find some theories That didn't really have any governmental undertone on it And maybe Bill Cosby was the only one But if you even keep reaching back into that one They say it's all about politics too It's all about who is representative of of the money And who is the powerhouse when it all comes down to it But this one I had had not ever even thought of had, Hadn't even heard of and and so I brought this one to my mind as well it's called chemtrails i i i never i never heard of a, of it in my life and what it is is it says have you ever noticed when you look in the sky and you see white trails in the sky um it's it, it says that most people don't even think about it they don't even you know question it they just assume that it is some type of after emission from aircraft but what some theorists say is that it is a cocktail of chemicals and biological agents that are being deliberately sprayed depending on which theory of course that you believe is being sprayed for population control, weather control, and bio warfare. Now I to me this sounds crazy. Like this don't even like that doesn't make any sense, and when I said that to him, he said the most the the easiest way to trick anybody is to do it right in front of their face so they would not even think to look at something that obvious, but it is absolutely true, so there is this All right,
1: oh. okay i'm I'm sorry for cutting you off, but what you stated, you know about that i, would, I believe- i I could believe that. Because you got to look at it now. You know, when I look in the sky, you know, I will think, okay, a jet did pass through there. But look mm-hmm. at Atlanta. All them planes mm-hmm. come in and out of Atlanta. Do you mm-hmm. ever see white trails in the, in the sky? I don't jet know. Fuel jet, fuel. I don't... Jet, jet fuel is jet fuel. I've never seen it. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that 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 could have some truth to it. Why why is this plane different? And I've seen Army planes, you know, military jets and stuff take off. They don't even know why so, why do we see that? Why well, do we
0: see why it? I don't know why we see it, but why do we jump from seeing it to now it's a form of population control? Why can't it just be um, some emission that the government is responsible for, but why does it have to be to the point of uh, extermination, Doom warfare, like actual weather control. It even one of the theories said that this is the reason why we've had such chaotic uh, weather lately. That this is the explanation as to why there are some places that are all of a sudden who who've never had snow are having snow. That they depend on the calendar to function in a certain way uh, for economics. And when it's not going to go that way by whatever their meteorologists and weather persons say, they alter it by the government. I mean, okay, to me, why, that, that's almost... That's, hmm?
1: But why couldn't the government control the weather? I mean, it, why it's Why would genuine.
0: they control the weather?
1: Agriculture. You got to eat, right? Everybody on the yep. planet has to eat. Okay. So, I mean, if, if, if we can... If we can control the weather, you, you, you can control the world.
0: If I can make it, it rain, it's just that that's going to control huh? the world. How is that controlling yeah. the world? I, I don't get it. it I, I don't get hold on, it. Hold it on, hold it. on, hold on,
1: hold on. If you've got okay. places that's known for famine, right. and, I mean, I, I lived in Georgia for a lot of years, and they always had droughts, always. hmm uh-huh. So, I mean, if if we can keep the water going to Georgia, everything going to be all right. But we don't want the water to go to the desert. Now, I mean, every desert that's on this planet has not always been a desert. The weather change, the climate change, the world shifts, you know, Uh different uh, positions positions and things like that. Uh So, with weather, with the weather patterns changing, and they're not hitting when the seasons they're supposed to hit. Some of our areas could be become others. And we don't want that to happen in our country. So, I mean, why wouldn't they control it?
0: Mm. I'm, is, I'm just asking. I, I, I mean, anything that you can suggest can be possible if you let your mind believe that. that is, is my explanation. Well, it is not. I hope in God that it's not true. I hope that it's not true. Uh, but well, look, I,
1: I just wanna, look back in the 70s. Why, look back mm-hmm. in the 70s okay. watching George Jessen. Did you think you'd be able to talk to a person, look at the TV, and talk to a person? Did you think you could do uh-uh. that in the 70s when right, they had George right. It happened. So if if we can do that, why can't we control the weather? I mean, I'm not saying you, that we can't. If, I just don't know that. No, I'm just I, saying. I'm just, if, uh-huh. And I mean, just look at you know, from older you know ag- agri- agriculture. When you had those planes mm-hmm. up there dropping, dropping stuff into the into the clouds, you know, to try okay. to create create rain for their crops. Okay. I mean, if they could do that, then and that was, you know, 40, 50, that's 40, 50 year old technology. Technology has right. advanced, so why couldn't they harness weather now?
0: They probably could. I'm pretty sure there are a lot of things, and I was gonna, I'm gonna. Right now I'm gonna skip over the aliens because I just it's just too much for me. <laughs> it's just too, too much. it is it, too much. I can't I can't even breathe when I think about the possibility of there being something as as crazy as that out there. But let me tell you let's go to this particular subject, which I don't know that I disbelieve it. Now, I don't know why and I think it's because it has a medical, you know, connotation to it because I'm in medicine or what have you. I just think that this is possible. But whether or not it's a purposeful happening, I don't know, AIDS, Acquired Immune Deficiency Syndrome. Now, there are multiple, you know, conspiracy theories that are floating around about where AIDS came from, and for the sake of time, we're just going to talk about two. The first one is that AIDS is a biological weapon that was created by for the Pentagon, and the the Pentagon was going to deliberately use it for population control of lower-class citizens in the United States. Now, you know, there are some theories that have, you know, written papers and done different um, researches that have proven that from 1977 up until the outbreak, uh, well, not the outbreak, up until the emergence of uh, AIDS in 1978, in Africa that there was tax monies that were not being accounted for. Once they asked where that money was going, a biological uh, weapon was being created. What it was, no one knew. But very shortly after that money was accounted for, explained for, there was an emergence of AIDS in Africa. Now, the second version or the second theory of where apes came from is that a scientist was working on a polio vaccine, and he was using a chimpanzee uh, kidney cultures. Well, somehow the cultures got infected with the uh, an, an immune deficiency virus from that monkey, and it was called SIV. Okay, and somehow SIV got into the Kidney of a human specimen and became HIV. Okay, and it mutated, of course, and and that's how AIDS was created. Now, I I don't know. I know that we we have grown full organs. Um, you, we have the capability of uh, you know transplanting a portion of your organ into another person. Giving you medications that influence the growth pattern of that organ, and within a month you can grow. Uh, I think it's I think it's three weeks, might be three months. I can't remember now. You can take a piece of a organ, and it will mature to a certain uh, gravity to normalcy. So, like, you're not going to grow a full kidney. But, yeah, I'm, I it's on the tip of my tongue, but I know there's an organ that you can get, and it's not a heart or anything. We've tried to grow a heart. We have not been able to make a tissue heart, but we have made a mechanical heart. And we've also made a heart that um, is just a blood flow heart. It's just a mechanism where the blood just makes sure that makes sure – the heart just makes sure that the blood goes where it's supposed to go, and the person doesn't have even a heartbeat or a pulse like – our heart beats as a muscle, and it beats, you know, like that. But we have, and, and there have been two. There was a black man, I want to say maybe 15, 20 years ago, who was the first recipient of the mechanical heart, and it failed because it had never been used. He was at the end stage of life, and he had no other option. He couldn't even do what we call a bypass machine or an LVAD, which is an intermediate where you're on this big machine that's almost like a a copy machine that you have to tote around. They made this little bitty device that sat inside of his heart. I think he lived for like three months, and then he died. Later, there was a man in Europe, I think. might have been Paris, Um, and he had the mechanical heart. Um, now, he he was supposedly the first, and the, supposedly the black guy was kind of a trial because it was an upgraded version of that same heart device. Um, now, whether or not we were making a disease to purposely kill people or to purposely control population, I don't know. I have a new caller on the line, and I want to extend the show to them. I identify you by the last four digits of your phone number, 1736. Are you there, and can you hear me? I'm here. Okay. What do you feel about this whole AIDS being a created disease? I I don't know how people feel about it. I know that at one point we treated it, and we even uh, advertised the protection against it At targeted groups. At one point, this disease was not even an African American disease. This was not even a disease that originated. By what we were being told, it was a homosexual white male disease. Now we know that the majority of persons who uh, uh, initially had the disease were not even in that group of persons. And some people say that that was on purpose. What do you think about it? Um. Actually, I just got him. I was just listening, okay. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Um, I don't know. Well, I know. I know. Alfred got something to say. Alfred, what do you think? Do you think that the government would purposely create a disease to eliminate people? Alfred, Alfred, Alfred. Okay. Maybe you won't – please don't be going and taking other calls while you're on the show. If you're going to be on the line, you need to tell me if you're not going to be on there because I don't like to just talk to the air. But I would say this. You know, we have not – this is not – this is just – this is an old disease now. I think AIDS is over – let's see, what, what year is that? 1978? See, I, I didn't think it was that old. But that's almost making this disease – what, 30? It's, yeah, it's Ooh, old that's, because yeah. Yeah, cause my, I had two uncles to actually die from it. One was oh. homosexual and the other one was on uh-huh. under- drugs. Uh-huh. So, yeah, uh-huh. and it was probably about in the 80s when he found out that he had it. Um, uh-huh. It wasn't popular then, but he actually died from having pneumonia. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, and that's what happens. Okay. That's what happens. Most, people think, that, uh, I, I you most people think that. AIDS, <laughs> yeah, right. uh, most people think that AIDS. Yeah, uh, right. Most people think that AIDS takes you out by that disease process itself. What it does is it just removes your body's ability to fight anything, and your body just right. naturally gets sick from everything else. Common of which is respiratory. When you're a baby. when you're an elderly person, those are the diseases that usually you die from. A respiratory disease, and I'm not talking about the cancers or anything like that, but more than likely your lungs don't function well enough to keep your uh, oxygen clean and you succumb to that. The same is true for babies. They die of respiratory issues. And if you remove the immune system or the protection from anybody, that's what's going to happen. So for us to understand that and for me to believe that our government has doctors and nurses and people of profession who have sworn to take the oath of taking care of people to develop something on purpose to kill, I I, I pray God, like I can remember watching that movie with um, – Oh, Tom, Tom Hanks, when he was uh, that mm-hmm. attorney. Oh, Lord, when I saw that movie, it broke my heart, and I said, there is no way. And that was based on a true story of how people were dying, and this was just not like something overnight. People were scared to wash their hands in the rooms with people. I had just, uh, well, I was just born. I wasn't but five then when, it happened, when that came out. But when I was in nursing school, that was the big scare. That was the big scare. Do not... Uh, get stuck by a needle, and ma- the majority of the patients that we used to take care of had these unknown pneumonias. We didn't know what it was, and they were just dying from pneumonia. And my thing is, if this was something that was orchestrated or that had emerged and that the government took over to Africa, how did it get back here in such a full force? Because people started to die or were being diagnosed more here than in any other area Alfred since you're back can you answer To that do you think that the Pentagon has something to do with uh, Creating this Biological weapon
1: um, I'm not going to say The Pentagon but I, I say the government So yeah I believe they created That I mean that's part of war I mean that's it's not, not like that's you part know, of I war mean, War is death. I mean, we created a nuclear bomb, and we deployed the nuclear bomb on several occasions. Um, they didn't create it to grow flowers, you know. I mean, it's, it's, it's death. They don't create bullets, you know, to, to you know, make people happy. <laughs> I mean, what? it's war. Mm-hmm. You know, it's created to, you know, cause death. So, yeah, it was created. Mm-hmm. I mean, AIDS and HIV, I mean, uh I believe in, you know, looking at history, you know, looking at past things to create, um, you know, a sense of logic for for myself. Um, Uh I know in high school, you know, people had, you know, reading on Lord Byron and, you know, different things in literature. You know, people had Uh syphilis and gonorrhea and chlamydia, things of that nature. That's always Uh been around. You know, Uh the common things that are you know, transmitted from sex. HIV uh-huh. wasn't around. It came, it only came around in the 60s and 70s, you know, when it was created, 60s and 70s uh-huh. time frame. And of course, uh-huh. um, you yeah, know, I believe um, it was, it's a man-made, it was a man-made disease. And you know, uh-huh. for that, there's another conspiracy out there that states that the U.S. government, when Clinton was in office, we offered Africa all these immunizations, mm-hmm. and prior to them getting those immunizations, mm-hmm. Africa didn't lead the way in HIV, or AIDS. But after they got the immunizations, now the country filled with it. So, yeah, I think the government gave it to them. Mm-hmm.
0: Our government, we, can I, I we need another government, then. What What are they doing for us other than killing us, blowing up our buildings, giving our babies, you know, immunizations, thinking that, because, that, you know, we know that Tuskegee was real. I mean, it's not I, – I, I understand, but Tuskegee is like a miniature, uh, malicious group of people who, you know, even though it was an institution, even though it was a movement, and there are a lot of conspiracies in there where people were benefiting from it at the supposed um, – Advancement in science—that was wrong. People died for that, from that too. But to believe that our country would publicly uh, isolate a group of people and say we're going to give you these immunizations, knowing full well we're going to go over here and kill you—what about Ebola? Like Ebola has just about disappeared overnight. Like it was like the health care of the century, and it's now totally gone. Do you think the same thing is true with that? Uh, Ms. Carl, you know,
1: it, it, what, what did Ebola uh, detract from? The media control. That's, that. what, Ebola, Ebola has I, always been around, but what what else was going on, you know, for it to become the number what, one news story? I mean, only what? Right. Did two people die? When did two people die? <laughs> Actually, so you,
0: I think uh, – there were two. Oh. There were more than. Two, there were more than two. Uh, there. I think there were actually three who died, and there were two who were infected. Um, right, but
1: I mean, how? I, I, right. But
0: when, what were we when deflecting did, from? When did like two what? Or three
1: people, hmm? I'm just asking when did two or three people become you know I'm, national news?
0: Right. I'm with you. I'm with you when you're right. I'm saying, but what? that we deflect from? What was going on that we were trying not to look at for almost two or three weeks? There was no, I don't know if there was something going on. Like, there ha- in a conspiracy, you are trying to deflect for something else. What was that something else? Like, do we even know now? Or did it disappear um, quick enough? Well
1: to-, well, to be honest, yeah. I mean, if you sit back and look at it, all. Okay. The president, you know, and oh. his accomplishments. There's a lot of other things they could have been talking about besides Ebola. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, I mean, that's 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 what we do. I, we, in the military, we call it a smoking mirror. We'll give you something to see, <laughs> but you're really uh-huh. not seeing what we want you to see. So you're going to see the smoking mirror.
0: Uh, but I'm we know what's like, actually I- going on. Huh? I want I want to know what's going I just want to know what's going on and some stuff maybe we don't need to know. I know that uh this whole alien thing I I it, I had to stop reading it because I thought that that was just like totally a joke. I didn't think that Roswell was real. I didn't think that none of that really? was uh um... really. Yes. Have you ever tried to call yes. What you Yo, I'm to going go out, out there? Out there? I ain't going uh-uh. I don't they
1: need ain't going to go. let you out there for one They ain't going to let you out there for
0: uh-huh. one But I can tell you Roswell is real Area 51 is well, let Well let me tell you about Area 51 Let me just read what I read And after that I said I'm not going On July the 8th 1947 The Roswell Army Airfield Issued a press release Which stated that they had recovered A crashed flying dish From a ranch near Roswell And you know there were many rumors regarding the flying disc that became reality uh, shows and things like that, but the intelligence office of 509th Bomb Group of the 8th Air Force, Roswell Air um Fireman Field, was fortunate enough to gain possession of the disc through the cooperation with the ranchers and the sheriff's office of that county. And a lieutenant of public affairs and public information said that there was a flying object that landed on the ranch uh, that week. They were having some phone difficulties, and the ranch stored the dish until there was time for them to, you know, get it, you know, and take it on. But, like, they actually recovered something. Uh, they oh, later but- retracted and said that it wasn't a flying dish. They said that it was a uh, air a weather balloon. But later they disproved that, that it was not a weather balloon and that there was no explanation as to what it was. And then there was this nuclear physicist named Stanton Friedman who worked with the military, who was involved in the recovery of it, and he said whatever that was that they had did not come from this world. Eleven okay. years later he said the same thing, like he said this was not um from this world uh it, it gained more and more steam The later we got away from the initial uh incident, more and more things started adding into the uh into the happening. they started to say that they found some dead uh Carcasses that were non human, and that they found bodies of dead soldiers, but they found out that some of those things were not the truth. But there was no further investigation into what was found. They left it alone, basically said, We're not not talking about it no more. All
1: right, check this out. With the government, there's some things you know that they're not going to disclose to the general public because you know it's in the best interest of national security. and you know they don't want to call mass hysteria. Now, if you sit back, you know I was so. Uh uh-huh. And if you look at technology and you know the type of equipment that we use, I mean, we got a stealth bomber. It's basically invisible. They got stuff that's camouflage. Equipment that ca- that camouflages when you fly, they call it cloaking. So I mean, what do you think they didn't come from here? You know, I mean, something can be in the or they can hit a button and it's like you're seeing straight through it.
0: They got that well, technology
1: from so somewhere. Now, let me tell you,
0: that's funny that you would even say that because after I read that particular passage, I was online when I was doing it, read that passage, right under there, there was this cloaking device video that had been released from, it actually was like, another country had the video, but we were invading their territory. Actually, there was this tank coming to pick up our soldier who was obviously hidden in in this desert area or whatever. And because of their technology, all they could do was thermal. You know, they they could see things if it was thermal. So it was kind of of looking through uh, x-ray vision type of deal, But there was a video where this tank, for some reason, stopped in front of this building, and they couldn't explain why this tank was stopping there. Well, they saw the hatch to the tank open and then close. And so they sent the video of that to some intelligence, and lo and behold, they used what they call a cloaking device camera. They were able to show you, the form of that person with this cloaking device on where it was totally just like what you said it you couldn't tell he was out there and he basically just walked past these soldiers climbed up on top of the on top of the uh jeep and 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 got in and that's kind of like it might be a soldier in my room okay. right now and I wouldn't even know. Like that kind of stuff, yeah, that would be mass hysteria. I don't need them to tell us that something like that because we we already don't trust the government. But how much of the truth do we need to know? How, how, how much is enough? You say that for national security. How secure am I supposed to feel when you're able to totally be Invisible to the naked eye How much privacy do we really have And what is, what is real and what is not Now before we take this break And get ready to close out the show First of all please don't tell me that you know that There's some aliens out there Because you know we've had this discussion <laughs> And sometimes you be Sometimes you be playing with me And then sometimes you be talking Just like you're talking tonight Fully aware and just Talking um, factual Do you Does our government have contact with like another world Like is there uh, um, Hold on hold
1: on Now you actually, me does, does our government have contact With another world I can't answer that Okay And the reason I can't answer because I don't know
0: mm-hmm. But
1: now I do know mm-hmm. that the sun Is a star And you know my mind is not going to allow me To just think that we are the only ones Out here when there are so many different stars When I look in the sky on a clear night So you know mm-hmm. Yeah, do I believe in aliens? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I ain't gonna sit up and say I don't. I mean, <laughs> technology is here. So I ain't
0: got I'm no proof. No.
1: I don't have any proof of no aliens, but I do believe in them. You do. Yes. Like what?
0: Like okay. Like okay. I remember. The Outbreak was the movie that was out at the time that Ebola – well, it was not at the time, but it was what was related to the Ebola crisis. And a lot of the things that they were saying didn't match up. I can remember when um, they were showing this nurse who got Ebola who we were watching to make sure she wasn't going to die and all this kind of stuff. And if you're in the medical field, just like you're in the Army, you know when they say certain things, but they show something that contradicts it, it don't make sense. The whole, do y'all remember when they had the person who was sick being transferred at the airport from one place to another place? Everybody had on these yellow suits. Okay, Mm -hmm. those yellow suits are air suits. They are meant for nothing to penetrate from the outside to the inside, which means that there is an airborne threat. Okay? That's that's Mm really what it is. You know, in the hospital you'll see sometimes when you go into burn units and stuff, people have on yellow gowns and they're thin like paper. That's just to let you know that the infection risk is high. But when you have those plastic suits that look like astronaut wear and they have clasps around the arms, anywhere there's a joint, anywhere there's a bendable part, at your head and neck, at your elbows, at your hands and wrists, at your legs, Wherever there's a place of where there can be in, there's usually a zipper, and 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 it and it's multiple zippers. I'm not talking about you just gonna put them on like a piece of. Uh, it takes time to get in them, and you have to put them on correctly. It's very similar to a sterile gowning when you go into a surgical room. One wrong thing, and you got to kind of start over because. You have to have it on right because if any air gets to you, you got all of this off for no reason. And they were constantly saying, We are not at risk airborne. And all the time, every nurse I knew was like, Well, why do they have all those airborne suits then? you telling me on national news that this disease is not airborne, but every nurse that they showed in every transportation, that they showed except for that flu with their clipboard uh, everybody was gowned up for a airborne warfare do y'all really want to know what the truth is cuz it may be really scary um um and if they tell me that it's some aliens like i'm talking about like some lizard looking people I I think every I think there are some aliens that are i <laughs> I'm talking about like that, like I'm gonna be scared of those people but I think there are aliens amongst us of people who just are not from the same uh capability mentally and they function and like these people like some certain people just be going crazy and stuff. I don't think that they were supposed to be here to start with. I know that kinda of sounds crazy. Crazy
1: M I men and black men and black.
0: And <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like that, like that. Now, if it's something like that, I'm gonna lose my mind. Like, if I'm talking to somebody and a lizard come out their mouth or something, like, yeah, I'm gonna lose it. But I don't think it's quite like that. I think it's more like, uh, what's the movie where I'll be back? Where he had electronic um, arms, like he was a, a machine on the inside The Terminator, not machinery wise, he was devoid of emotion. He was devoid of. Of affection, he was devoid of her, of hurting or being able to kill because he was not human. And human means that you have heart, you have compassion, and you can recognize someone that's just like you, and you're not really on a mission to destroy or to overtake. That's humanity. Them these people who be trying to like all this okay, now I, I don't want to say Al okay Qaeda because I don't really understand all of that but some people who are just on a mission to remove humanity like I'm going all I want is for everybody to have everything the same when the world is not built like that like they want to make sure that it's okay for like uh, um, people to be able to get guns who they know are killers. Or you make a way for people to get to drugs when you know they have abuse issues. It's like you you're setting it up for demi you're setting them up to kill themselves. So to me, that's not human. Those are alien people. I think if if the government is in on we just need to finish what my daddy did, so we can blow up this building and kill all of these people. That's alien. To me, that that something is wrong with that. When you're able to not be able to put yourself in that same, who say the Bush kids are not going to be called, you know, unsafe. So why is it that your safety is any different from anyone else's safety? How could you send nurses and doctors to a third world country to start with and immunize them with something that is definitely, I ain't talking about potentially deadly. I'm talking about We know you're going to die. Like, we're going to give you the lethal dose of that. I think in some ways we're becoming less and less human when we do stuff like we have the death penalty here in America. We we have it. And not to say that some people you just want to just take them out, but we have proven over and over again that we get it wrong, but we're still willing to take the chance to take people to the death chamber. I mean, what kind of foolishness is that? I think that that. Alien, I think that's not a hoax. And and why are we acting like we don't see it? Like, we act just like that's not happening. I mean, I want y'all to look up the cloaking device on YouTube, and I want you to watch this soldier after they, you know, modify this film over. And and, you know, sometimes it's trick photography. I put in this event this this video that was uh, shot. A, p- a picture that was shot of a cloud that looked like a uh, 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 air uh, spaceship. And I've been sent, you know, different pictures of clouds that look like an ascension, um, look like an angel. I even got a video of this man who claims that he saw live angels playing in the clouds one day. And, you know, like, I don't even know what to believe, because if we really saw it, we wouldn't even, I mean, they have things right in front of our faces right now, and we still don't believe it. So I don't know, I don't know if, 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 if what we're seeing is real, or if what people are showing us is the truth, but we're going to sum it up in just a minute. Let's do a little commercial, and we're going to get up out of here. Even though the Empire was born out of my personal experience and endeavors, the Empress welcomes everyone into the Empire. If you would like to be a guest, a co-host, or simply want to suggest a topic to be discussed, contact me by email at EmpressCooperDavison at com or by my website at com. I'm here. I'm you. Okay, we were talking about hoax. We are talking about scandals. We're talking about whether or not these things are really happening. A conspiracy we've already defined, it has to be unlawful for one, and there has to be at least two participants, okay? So I'm going to just stretch out on a limb and say if we can't definitely identify that it's unlawful or that we have two participants and that there's agreement between those two, to do something to make a means to an end, and we don't have a conspiracy. I, I mean, I hate to sound like you got to prove me wrong, but if if we don't put a cap on some things at some point. We we ain't going to believe Jack, Like We're not going to believe nothing. Things can be right in front of you. Uh, we've even talked about it with regard to relationships on here. Sometimes exactly what you say you don't want can show up right in your space, and you will still gravitate toward it. And it's like, dummy, did you say you didn't want that? And it's not because we want to self-destruct or that we don't want to have good. I think that we think bigger Than um, What is actually happening Lord knows I I want to be uh, Proud to be an American Like I want to be an American That's proud to be an American And I want to be a person who supports Uh Uh, their country and and supports what they practice. But when you can't understand, when the full truth is not being told to you and you're being deceived, there's no way you can co-sign on some things. I'm not sure about 9-11. I don't know, and we didn't even talk about Sandy Hook. You know, Sandy Hook came out with a picture of this poor little boy who was supposedly killed in Sandy Hook and he was killed again in another country. And I think it probably was a mistake. I think it was probably just a mistake. Even when, um, I think it was Stephen, I'm sorry, I forgot his name, but one of the broadcasters from um, Sports Center had, they were up a square with the wrong person and, and killed him off. How many celebrities have we seen on social media dead before they even Were there like, and sometimes you don't even believe it until there's proof behind it, and it's because whatever you can calculate in your head, whatever you can believe can happen in your head can actually, it really um, can be or not. Like every, who's to say, who's to say what the truth is or not? But you know, some things I'm not going to have to actually have proof of some things I'm going to believe in because they have actually functioned in my life. And, you know, I try very hard not to make the empire turn into a church sermon or a a praise, a party. But, you know, my having to defend myself and my position and my, uh, what I believe in with people who obviously don't believe with me, like I'm not doing that anymore either. I actually had a discussion with Jeremiah, who's going to be on on Wednesday about, not having to defend your position on something that's functioning in your life. Only people who are confused and only people who are not sure have that fight. Like, I ain't even got a dog in the fight about what I believe and what I don't believe. I learned to support more as to why, you know, and every person had to learn from somebody. Some of these new ways, uh, awaken people and awaken thinkers who don't like Jesus and they like, uh, you know, these other entities or these other movements that have nothing to do with what I believe in, act as if they were born with knowledge. Like I think they were born with talking and, 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 and born with revelations. And they don't understand that the Quran is your Bible just like the Bible is mine. You know, so if I can fit my head around your understanding that we are different, why can't you fit it around my head? And then they're so damn mean. Like, how are you going to be that mean and try to help somebody understand your way, except for when you don't understand it yourself? And if you don't understand, just say you don't understand, damn it. I mean, I'm I'm easy to say. You know, I'm not sure that I got that. I'm not sure that uh, I understand that. But I'm going to tell you what. What won't happen is that I won't apologize for the truth that I do know. I won't add conspiracy just because I can't prove you wrong. But I will trust the things that resonate on the inside of me first. And I admonish you to do the same thing, okay? It only makes sense who wins She specializes in silk press and full head extensions. She's located at 231 State Farm Parkway, Homewood, Alabama, or you can call for an appointment at 205-807-1736. Tell her, the Empress.